ipse iluxit in cordibus nostris ad illuminationem scientiae claritatis Dei in facie Christi Jesu. God hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We are given, at the beginning of May, three feasts in sequence that are yet another expression, I think, of the liturgical providence of God. Yesterday, of course, we had the Apostles, Saints, Philip, and James. To Philip, our Lord deigned to reveal his oneness with the Father, the mystery of his divinity. To Philip yesterday he said, Philip, he that seeth me seeth my Father also. This, of course, is related to what St. Paul says in today's epistle, that is, that the knowledge of the glory of God is given us where? In the face of Christ Jesus. So you see immediately the connection between yesterday's gospel and today's epistle. It's quite wonderful. And our Lord Jesus said, Philip, he that seeth me, understand, he that gazeth upon my face, seeth my Father also. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? In this word of our Lord we are given really the substance of that truth of our Catholic faith that St. Athanasius taught and for which he suffered and suffered much. So I see a wonderful connection here between yesterday's feast and today's. And this evening, we shall, with first vespers, enter into the feast of the invention, as it's called, or the finding of the Holy Cross. It is similar to the Feast of the Triumph of the Cross on September 14th, but on May 3rd, the Office and Mass of the Holy Cross are shot through with Paschal Alleluias, like fireworks going off in every direction. It is a jubilant confession of the triumph of the cross. It is precisely in the victory of our Lord Jesus Christ, King and Priest, over death, on the altar and throne of the cross, 
that his divinity is made resplendent to our eyes. So you see that these three days, the first leads into the second, and the second into the third. This is the pedagogy of the church. This is how the church leads us year after year, step by step, more deeply into the mysteries of our faith. Now, today's feast of St. Athanasius uh, is <coughs> given proper lessons, a proper epistle, and a proper gospel. I often say to you that if you want to see the portrait of any saint, you have only to look at the Mass and the office given us for that saint's feast. Therein we find a kind of icon of the saint, that is to say, the saint as the Church sees him and as the Church would have us come to know him. That's why the liturgy always brings us more deeply into familiarity with the saints, familiarity with the unique grace of each saint. And on the face of each saint, we see reflected the glory of God that St. Paul tells us in today's epistle shines on the face of Christ Jesus. Now, about this proper epistle and gospel, you know that St. Athanasius was raised up to confound the heresy of the priest Arius. Arius, of course, taught that our Lord Jesus Christ was not God from God, light from light, very God from very God, but a kind of superman. Newsflash, Jesus is not Superman. Jesus is God from God, light from light, very God from very God. And St. Athanasius spent his life locked in combat with the spawn of Arius. Which spawn of Arius, alas, continues in the church even to the present day. The epistle is chosen not so much for us to hear the words of Paul as to hear a distillation the doctrine of Athanasius, which is the faithful echo of Paul. It's one of these, it's characteristic of the liturgy to give us the words of the apostle, but to place them in the mouth of the saint of the day. And so the church does today. On this feast of Saint Athanasius, the epistle is Paul, but today we hear it coming forth from the heart and on the lips of Athanasius. And what does he say? God, who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness. A reference, of course, to what? To the creation account at the beginning of Genesis. God, the creator, the almighty, this very God, 
God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts. How? By an infusion of the theological virtue of faith. Faith gives the soul the light by which she sees and is able to give her adhesion to truth. Hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. The glory of God here means uh, the, the indescribable, infinite splendor of the divinity. It's, it's this um, effulgence of the Godhead that we encounter all through sacred scripture. There was an experience of it given, was there not, in the dedication of the temple of Solomon. But this effulgence, this irradiation, this splendor of the divinity shines perfectly and in an immaculate way. That is to say that there's nothing, nothing to tarnish it, nothing to, to um, in any way uh, take away from its divine beauty. This light of the knowledge of the glory of God we contemplate in the face of Christ Jesus. If Saint Athanasius became the great defender of the divinity of our Lord, it was because he had looked and looked and looked at length into the face of Christ Jesus. This text marks very much the teaching of Pope Benedict XVI in the last few years of his pontificate. You may recall that he returned again and again to the face of Jesus Christ. In this, St. Benedict, Pope Benedict, I mean, <laughs> uh, was not unlike St. Athanasius. He drew his theology, theology means a word from God that, has, that is received in faith and then expressed in human language as a word uh, to God in the liturgy and that resounds in the church as a word about God, that's theology. And Pope Benedict derived his He's the great teacher of the mystery of Christ. He derived his Christology, his word from Christ to Christ about Christ, in his contemplation of the face of Jesus. And in this, he was simply following in the footsteps of all of those great fathers and doctors of the church who drew their knowledge from the contemplation of the face of Jesus Christ. And one who contemplates the face of Christ grasps 
inwardly the truth of what our Lord said yesterday to Philip. Philip, he that seeth me seeth my Father also. I am in the Father, and the Father in me. And this is the truth uh, for which St. Athanasius laid down his life, the truth for which he spent himself. And of course, the Gospel is the account of the sufferings of St. Athanasius. When they shall persecute you in this city, flee into another. The offertory reminds us that St. Athanasius was ordained priest and consecrated bishop for the service of the Church. I have found David, we shall sing in a few moments, but the Church wants us to hear instead of David, Athanasius. I have found Athanasius my servant, with my holy oil I have anointed him, and my hand shall strengthen him. And then in the communion antiphon, it's taken as so often happens directly from the Gospel. That which I tell you in the dark, what dark? In the obscurity of faith, in that face-to-face -face in the dark, that was the prayer of St. Athanasius. Speak ye in the light, and that he did, said the Lord. And that which you hear in the ear, what is this about? Athanasius, like the Apostle St. John before him, held his ear to the breast of Jesus Christ, to the heart of Jesus. Origen tells us that St. John drew his gospel out of the heart of Jesus because he rested his head on Jesus' breast in Silu Jesu at the Last Supper. And in this communion antiphon, and that which you hear in the ear, we talked about that this morning in chapter. Listen, my son. Athanasius listened, listened humbly to Christ and then faithfully transmitted all that he heard. May it be given us today to fix our gaze upon the face of Jesus Christ, that face that reveals to us the glory of God. Albeit in the obscurity of faith. And may it be given us to rest our heads upon the breast of Jesus and there to hearken to all that he would tell us of himself and of his Father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.